Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly supported by Smithix. Smooth and rich, yet crisp, with a bit of bite. Try a pint of Smithix, indescribably delicious since 1710. Enjoy responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie. Just stall it, look. I like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for a crack. We're gonna have a laugh. How are you doing, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Are you what? You alright? I'm perfect. Don't you don't you talk when I'm talking. There was a there was, a, there was a teacher <laughs> in school that used to be talking, and if you said, "Don't you talk when I'm talking." <laughs> Little Don't bollocks. talk over me, you little bollocks. I'm a bishop. I was trying to talk to the listeners there, sorry. man. Sorry, I'm very sorry about uh, about Darren. I was just trying to say to you, uh, welcome to the Stala podcast. And Stala is a Go Loud original podcast. Yeah, proudly sponsored by Smithix. Proudly. We're going a while now. Me, me, and me and Darren and Smithix, they're going ages together. They're going I ages. They're in a relationship. I'm not too sure. Uh, visit drinkaware.ie for more unresponsible drinking. This week on the podcast, we talk about Pinocchio. <laughs> we do. Yeah. yeah, we talk a little bit about uh, just animation Pinocchio. in general. Did they, like yeah, where, and how dark they are. How yeah. uh, the old Disney films? How dark they are. We talk a little bit about luck, chance. Yeah. Is it real? Is it a state of mind? Are people lucky? Mm. Is time lucky? What is? What exactly is luck? You love a good bit of luck. Um, what else do we talk about? We talk we about talk? the Mercury Retrograde, which we're currently in. Well, you talked about that. I talk about the Mercury Retrograde. And we try to get through it. And how it affects your mood and stuff. And uh, <laughs> and it gets a bit weird, as it usually does on the Starlet Podcast. So stay tuned for a, a bit of crack. Yeah, let's turn on the radio voice now and get it straight into this now. Can you believe it, man? Episode 63. Oh, we're getting closer. 1963 What a year What a year What a year Do you know who was born in 1963? I'd love to know Hit me Graham Norton was born in 1963 Really? Graham Norton yeah And uh I love Graham Norton Funny man isn't he? Great 1963 Loved him in Father Ted Whitney Houston She was born in 1963 I want to dance with somebody I want to hear a hate from somebody I'll tell you many a time she got dance floors and fingers gone Brad Pitt was born in 1963 is he the same age as fucking Graham Norton? He's the same age as That's Quentin Tarantino. Brad Quentin Pitt. Tarantino was also born in 1963. How was Brad Pitt and Quentin Tarantino the same age? Quentin Tarantino seems more of a mentor figure to Brad Pitt yeah. than anything. So you'd obviously think that Brad Pitt was a lot younger. Yeah, you would. Because he's so much better looking. <laughs> Who, Quentin? No, not well. It depends what you're into, I well, suppose. He has some jawline. Uh, that he does. That he does. You could hang your coat on his chin. <laughs> um, the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about JFK becoming president. In 1963, <laughs> his podcast is the JFK tracker. Yeah, the last couple of episodes. <laughs> well, well, it's going to come to an end because Tune he was in shot. Next week, <laughs> he was shot uh, by Lee Harvey Oswald in 1963. Or was he? Yeah. 
But he it's also him. it's up for discussion. <laughs> you know where yeah. uh, when I walked in the pub, yeah, there was this fella that used to come in. He was a character, and he used to just say to me when he came, "Stick us on a rooster there, Lee Harvey Oswald." <laughs> and I go, "Don't be calling me that." <laughs> Why was he going? I that? don't know. He used to just say it to me all the time. Uh, JFK also came to Ireland for four days that year. He went on a little helicopter tour from county to county, waving. I went around and Waved. met with the Taoiseach and the president. And who's Taoiseach at the time? Uh, Sean Lamas. Who? Sean Lamas. Did you ever see the movie JFK? No. Oliver Stone's film about the assassination and the, you know, the conspiracy and. Oh really? Brilliant. Is it? It's over three hours long. Shit. There's. Um, That's why I can't watch Elvis. There's a bit in the middle of it where Donald Sutherland basically runs through every kind of. CIA conspiracy theory there had been up until the 60s you know they deposed governments here there and everywhere and, and it's done in basically I think it's like a 6 or 7 minute montage piece you can watch that just in isolation on YouTube <laughs> brilliant wow JFK film if you haven't seen it even like break it up into three little bite sized hour long pieces like it's episodes. great great film though really atmospheric like Joe Pesci Donald Sutherland Kevin Costner really good film is it 90s how come yeah, I've never heard of it? Mid-90s, yeah, feels oh, yeah. 90s. Yeah, yeah, big time. Like 93, 94, I think. Okay. Yeah. You can get it on VHS, can you? What's it? <laughs> yeah. Is it just called JFK? Yeah. Never heard of that. Have you? Really? No, I, I, I feel like I've heard of it, but it's just like something that I'd never watch. You're not into the gangsta flicks? <laughs> I don't. There I don't are, know there are mobsters in it, yeah. yeah Is there? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Look at the cast and the director. Mobsters, Cubans, <laughs> spies, arts. There's, there's a lot going on Pope John the 23rd also died that year and piece. RTE went off here after 9 o'clock bulletin as a sign of respect and I feel like I don't understand what the sign of respect is like no one's watching telly now thanks for being the Pope <laughs> and so it went off here the Beatles came to Ireland in 1963 and he played in the Adelphi Cinema in Dublin and that was the first and only time that he ever gigged in Ireland Really? So, fuck the Beatles. Don't know why everyone likes them. Uh, I think that's shy anyway. <laughs> okay. Do you like the Beatles? <laughs> no, I don't really listen to them. Fuck I them. wanna hold your hand. You're both crazy. I wanna. What, do you like no, them? No, I don't dislike them. Even after them. that fact. I think they never came to Ireland. Little cash grabbers. Yes, I like the Beatles. Owen, you might like this fact. Shelbourne won the FAI Cup in 1963. They? they won the League of Ireland last year. It didn't get mentioned. It did. 1962. Yeah, see, I done my research false last time. And, uh, <laughs> false? I, I done my research <laughs> false. I done some false research. And uh, I said that Dundalk won. Was it Dundalk? Mm-hmm. Won the lake. But that was the 92-93. Yeah? Yeah. So Shells would have won 91-92, where I should have yeah, yeah. looked at that more than... So Shells lifted the league title in, in the year of 62 and the cup in 63. It was actually a very shit year. It was actually a very shit year. Yeah, I feel like you've done 1963 a disservice there. Honestly, not a lot happened. I don't know. I'll tell you one thing. Not a lot happened. Oh. I think 19... I was, I, was, I was having a glance at 1964 and that'll be your doing, Darren, but so I expect some good things from 1964. And also the Beatles coming and playing in Adelphi and then never playing here again. I think there was a riot after the show. Because they just got off the plane and they were like, fucking smell of shoy. But this is what I mean by scheme. You could have checked if there was. If you have that in your head, you could have gone and checked that there was a riot, but you didn't. You came in here... With I think I half remember. Maybe. You've done a me on it. <laughs> You've done it, Darren. I kind of I kind, I done that last night. I put in a little bit of homework on that one. 
Uh, I was also putting in a little bit of homework, and I'll, I'll tell you the truth. Recently, uh, I was I was saying this to Darren. Um, recently, I've been feeling glum, low in energy, yep. uh, down and out, down and out, and really frustrated. And I said, and somebody it. somebody said to me that it's because Mercury is in retrograde. Have you heard that? Sorry, explain that to me. So Mercury. I think it could happen every year, once a year, but this year it's happening three times. This is the third and last time that it'll happen this year. But Mercury is in retrograde and it means it looks like it's going in the opposite direction. Whereas usually Mercury looks like it's going faster than all the other planets or, or Earth or something. But it's actually it actually looks like it's going in the opposite direction because it's going so slow. Mm-hmm. That's so down to your feelings, shit. So well, everybody would say, I know somebody who is opening a new business and he won't sign the contract until after the after the Mercury retrograde. The Mercury retrograde is detrimental to so to everybody. Everybody will be feeling in some way negative or rejuvenated or re-energized after the retrograde, which will end on October third. October 2nd, so October 3rd, I hope to feel a lot better. And that's a thing. Are you holding out for that? Well, I can't. End, so you can feel I better. Want to, I want to feel better. I don't want to feel like this. Yeah, and I'm hoping that, right. that come October 3rd, I'll, I'll be feeling a little bit a little bit better. But I'm feeling cranky, I'm feeling Maybe angry. Maybe that's why I went off the banger. Maybe Mercury was in retrograde. Hang on a second. What? When did this start? Mercury retrograde yeah. started, I think, uh, when September. I want to say September eighth, but I, I, I don't want to be mistaken. Imagine, Give that a little Google. Imagine you know? to a counselor, and he was like, "You're telling me our problems," and he's like, "Do you know what? I know what what the cause of this is. It's the Mercury retrograde." Yeah. Imagine <laughs> he just sent you on your way. Like, Jesus, I feel enlightened. September 9th I said September 8th On September 9th Mercury will go into retrograde For the third time in 2022 During this stretch Which ends on October 2nd You may hear all sorts of things Being blamed on the planet Of communications retrograde period From technology mishaps To misunderstanding With friends and loved ones It, fucks up, uh, it fucks up The whole uh, magnetic does it, does it field your, Like your sleep routine It could do Yeah yeah it'll affect, la- it could, Lately I've been fucking Twisting and turning Tossing and turning Yeah huh? yeah but yeah, it can fuck with a lot of different things. Um, and everything. So this this is just astrology, isn't it? Yeah, it's astrology, essentially, yeah. yeah. There's no hard science behind this. I am stunned. <laughs> I'm not saying I believe it. Yeah, you do. I'm not saying You're I believe hope. it. You're holding hope. You're holding hope. It's like you literally, correlation doesn't mean, a cause, correlation doesn't mean causation. But it's still cor- correlating. And it's still... <laughs> It's still, does, I mean, you can't disprove it. <laughs> yeah, so? You can't disprove so I can't disprove that the sun is a giant melon. And it could be. I think you can. I think you can look at it. Yeah. <laughs> so how do I know it's not a giant melon with the very sophisticated projection system on the outside making How do we know like Earth isn't flat? I've never fucking seen it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> now he's using that, your logic against you. No, oh. but that's something we can prove. How? How? Because... We, we're here on the planet Earth. We, we have photos of it yeah we photo yeah but yeah, we have photos, photos of the sun photos, photos yeah but I'm saying and it's definitely not a we've melon. never been up until you have sun. seen that that's why I'm saying as in mine is on the the measure of you'd actually have to touch the sun to know 
for sure. Okay. And you'll, ne- you'll never do that. And you won't do that. And, and you, won't, you also won't go to space. You can prove that the sun is not a giant melon. But I'm just trying to make a very silly example. <laughs> <laughs> right. We have seen Earth and we can't, we can prove Earth is not a giant melon because we're on it. We can tap into it and check. Well, I'm yet to see it. So, so I'm very hungry. There could, what do you actually did? There could be some sort of logic in it now. I mean, hope is, <laughs> hope is a very good thing to have. This is your theory. You explained to us. It's not my theory. It's, it's astrology. And it fucks with the magnetic, the magnetic fields. And the magnetic fields mess with our energy. And they fucking throw you off your goals. Yeah. Yeah, the law of attraction buzz you've been on for the whole time has gone out the window because of fucking that. Well, let me, let me put this to you. Do you have any superstitions? Yeah. Four shores. You do? For, for, a, for a man of science and logic, I'm very superstitious. Are you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I am. I'd actually... Yeah, I would be as well. Hell. hello to a couple of magpies yesterday. Did you? Oh, I can't let it pass, yeah. You have to say hello to a magpie. I don't know why. I wouldn't walk under a ladder. I wouldn't walk over yep. four shores. I'll do the shores. I won't do the ladder. I do you know do why the, the ladder? i jump do, over them. Do you know why you... like an agent. <laughs> wouldn't want to see a fucking row with them. Why is it bad luck to go under a ladder? It's a superstition I heard and I don't know what do, what happens if you do. It's because it's the shape of a triangle and it's it's the holy trinity. It represents the, the holy Illuminati. trinity and you wouldn't you're not supposed to you wouldn't break that. You no. you wouldn't interrupt that. Like you wouldn't break Illuminati that. Either. That's why you don't walk in the No, nothing like the, the Illuminati. triangle. That's if a you pyramid. go through it you just end up being successful. That's and a pyramid. And that's why people aren't successful because they keep dodging ladders. That's a pyramid with fucking five so, five sides, not three. <laughs> yeah, but when you're looking at it directly just like a triangle. <laughs> uh, do you have any other superstitions? Um, that would, instead of that to avoid bad luck, but something that would bring you good luck? Saint Anthony. You'd say a prayer to him. I don't even know if that's superstition or religion or faith. Um, I don't know. I just, I've said Saint Anthony wears me fucking phone and it's in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, only, I'm ripping the piss. Uh, I'm not sure. Do you have any? Any superstitions? Uh, yeah, if I spilt salt, I'd throw, throw, off your shoulder. throw it off my shoulder. Yeah, left eye or right? Think me right. Yeah. Because Judas was on Jesus's so right hand salt side. In his face. So you'd thrown salt in the devil's face. Nice. And and Judas spilled salt. <laughs> Judas spilled salt uh, in the painting, in Leonardo da Vinci's painting uh, of the Last Supper. Okay. Judas spills the salt. And he's over Jesus' right shoulder. There's all so fucking mats to this, isn't there? Actually, I have an interesting one about uh, black cats. The bangers. Yeah. They're yeah. very unlucky. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Especially if you blow your hand off. What is it if a, if a black cat crosses your path? Um, yeah, granny's going to break a schnaw. I just say that they were bad luck. You, you've very specific. That's very specific. Yeah. Very no, specific detail. If you step on a crack, you break your hands back. Break your hands back. I used to be stepping on cracks all the time when she annoyed me. And she, she never broke her back. back. One I of think there was days. a sketch on that, wasn't there? Someone stepped on a crack and then <laughs> that man was just like, yeah. Fairly Odd Parents done it. Was it? Yeah. No way. Fairly Odd Parents was so funny. Really fucking funny. What's the fact? The fact about black cats, uh, it became unlucky because in uh, the year 1232. Long Pope, time ago. A very long time ago. Uh, so what's that, like 800 years ago? More, Pope Pope Gregory the Ninth declared them an incarnation of Satan. So actually, all the Christians and Catholics uh, around that time then used to burn black cats. They'd find the black, cat. black cats are all cats. Black cats. They'd burn them on Shrove Tuesday, 
they'd burned them on Easter and they'd burned them on Christmas and all sorts of things. My ma believes my ma believes that if there's bubbles in your tea, it means money's coming for you. That's a new one. Is it? Yeah. You've never heard that? Never heard that. If no. you make a cup of tea and never. there's bubbles in there. Or if you have itchy hands, that's money's coming for you. Yeah. Everything me ma believes is money coming for you. <laughs> if, if anything's itchy or yeah. anything's bubbling, you're, you're getting a few bob. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever look at you look at a clock and see the same 1916, 1916 all the time? 1916 all the time, yeah. That's superstitious. That's weird as well because it happens. That's confirmation to, bias, surely. I think it's all confirmation bias. Yeah. What do you mean? So confirmation bias is if someone says you, did you ever notice there's lots of blue Ford Fiestas on the road and, you just start seeing and you'll Ford. start seeing loads but it's just so because you're you, everything else passes your eyes and your mind by but, but it's a, it, this is even weirder like because it's at times when I don't need to look at my phone or me, yesterday my phone was on charge right and I went in and I said I must get my phone do you know what I mean because it's on charge and I took it out and I looked at it it was 1916 straight away that's too coincidental you've mentioned this a good few times now I mentioned it with Killian, yeah. Killian it's, sees it too as well. Yeah. There's something going on. Do you believe in luck? Very much so. Do you believe in luck? Like luck actually being a tangible, not tangible, but an, an actual thing? Like your luck is in? Yeah. No, I would... I'm a very unlucky person, but when my luck is in, yeah, I believe You think it. you're unlucky? I think yeah, luck I is just I, a way we try and understand the massive randomness. That is life. I don't know. I think it's part of the magnetic fields or whatever the cycle of the cycle of life. I think luck comes yoke. with it. Because I, when I, I noticed when I used to play poker and I played poker a lot for years, I'd always get so very. You don't play poker anymore. I, how lucky you are. <laughs> no, well, I just start. I had to get a fucking real job and stuff and, and get on with my life. When I played poker around January and February, I'd get noticeably more fortunate in poker. Like I'd be a big underdog in a hand and I'd come out on top and it would happen so often that I'd take more risks and I'd be like fuck it yeah I'll go in with bleeding 7-2 and I'll come out the, the winner because I, you kind of felt l- lucky you had that feeling but then around September September time around me like uh, August September I'd be so unlucky like r- again noticeably unlucky getting knocked out earlier bad beats left right and centre and you can never ever catch a break did you ever go to a shop and buy a scratch card and say I know I'm going to win this I just feel it no and then you win it no how often have you done that and not won it like feeling lucky you probably don't remember those times that you go in and go oh I'm feeling lucky and then it's it's a dud it could be confirmation bias yeah scratch cards are shy lately what time of day were you playing poker it'd be night time is there anything to do with that the night hours were shorter at the times of year that you felt like you were playing? I'm just thinking, maybe not the hours of the day, but there might have been something going on. Maybe because it was, you know, January and February, you're not missing out on anything else in life. So you're probably a lot more comfortable spending more hours sitting down playing poker because there's nothing else distracting you in January and February. Maybe you're just putting in more hours and you're just your game was sharper because of that. And then because you win a few hands, you get more confidence. I mean, that that could be a thing. That could be a thing. That's what I mean by, when you dig into it, I don't believe that there's some, because why is luck there giving you the breaks? And for six, also what a run, you're getting six months of luck. 
playing poker? No, 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 no. So, like, I'm, I'm literally talking about January to February for two months, I'd be particularly lucky. And then for August to September, I'd be particularly unlucky. And then for the rest of the year, it would just kind of be up and down, fluctuating steadily. I wouldn't be particularly lucky or particularly unlucky. Yeah. And, I, I like, I, I, I played for about five, six, seven years, and I would notice the pattern. There'd be a pattern. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Would you not have a pattern like that? I think when it comes down to chance and everyone has equal measure, if we dealt out a hand of poker and we didn't play the hand, yeah. we just let them play out. I don't understand that. If I give you, if we had, if we were playing poker, but we didn't play it, we just let the hand play itself out and you played 20 hands or you played 30 hands. Statistically, you should win 10, I should win 10 and you should win 10. But realistically, that wouldn't happen. Definitely not. That wouldn't happen. So somebody would come out on top. So when you take skill and, and just leave it up to chance, then it's never, it never works out fair. If you flip a coin, statistically it should be 50-50, but it's never 50-50. It's always 50-50. Ne- yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, right, I'll tell, do it now. Right, I'll flip. You're talking about 50-50 between it's two people, it's always 50-50. But if there's three involved... If I flip this coin, I think I'm not like, going to do this because it'll take too long. How can we flip a coin with three people involved? No, oh, that's not what I mean. That's <laughs> not what I mean. So statistically, if I flip this coin nine times, yeah. if, it's 50, if it's truly 50-50, then four times it will no. show up tails and five times it'll well, show up heads or vice versa. You're going to have one. One go yeah. of flicking it. It resets not every like time. Out of fucking best of ten. The though. odds reset every time. So if it ends up nine in a row, go for Darren instead of you. That's not a sign that it's not truly 50-50. That's because it resets every time. And that's just... Okay, well then bring it back to the, the, second the coin poker one then. To do with the first coin <laughs> right. Bring poker it back to the poker more sense. Somebody well, the should win. One, if we, okay, say we did that 30 times. Yeah, somebody will come out ahead. But if we do it, say, three million times... Fucking the house wins. and all gone. I don't think... I, I, I don't, like... <laughs> 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 Fucking sitting there in your boxes, no clothes, nothing. Right, there was a fella. There was a fella in... Let me tell you this story real quick, because I think it's an interesting story. There was a fella in um, Australia, and he, was, he lived in the trailer, and he was out... Uh, driving somewhere and he got into an awful crash he crashed his car the doctors came and got him and brought him to hospital you yawning? sorry I wasn't actually one of them your man crashed into a car and it was a disastrous accident the doctors took him into hospital and gave him like some sort of morphine and he had an allergic reaction to the medicines that they gave him and he died for 14 minutes so his heart is stopped is this a true for, yeah it's a true story you know the person? No, it's all, it's, it's, it was a news article, right. a news video. They made a news video. So he died and uh, he was dead for 14 minutes before they revived him. But he was in a coma then for about six months. And then when he came out of the coma, he, said, he heard a story and he says, fuck, I'm due a little bit of luck after that. Surely to Jesus, the life that he lived and then like dead for 14 minutes and then in a coma for six months. And he says, I'm going to go do a scratch card. After he got out of hospital, the first thing he did, he won a car, he won a car worth 20 grand on that scratch card. And the story was so brilliant that a news, uh, you know the story? That a news company came and wanted to do a a news piece on him. So they had him recreate this going into the shop 
and buying a scratch card and scratching the scratch card. But as they were doing the recreation, he went up, he bought the scratch card and he scratched it and he turns around and he goes, I'm after winning 250 grand. I'm after winning Why 250 the grand. Just doing the recreation. He actually <laughs> won another 250 grand. So is that not balanced? There's yin and yang. So you get horrible bad luck and it's balanced with good luck. No. I think there's balance there, man. I think so when you get bad luck, you do good logic, luck. Everyone who has a shit run of luck has to have that would it be will, my belief. It will balance out. You're, it's you're that would be my belief. Karma, <laughs> it's karma is what you're about. Yeah, a bad karma. string of gambling. If karma you're, if and you're yin like yang. really down and out, and you're saying, oh, "I'm getting a scratch card." Doesn't have to be gambling. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't have to be gambling. But what about someone who is doesn't you know, have to be gambling? Love can come into your life. They've yeah. never had any money, and they're really sick, and they've you know, had a terrible life of loneliness. What, what? Where's their payback? Or they'll, the person who has find had it. everything they could ever want lived a lifestyle of you know happiness and riches like and the Kardashians the Kardashians um, <laughs> where, where are they going to be caught by karma but they're probably miserable you don't know what their heads are like okay let's presume they're not miserable <laughs> well that's a presumption someone very rich just making up a story then someone very rich you can't do that as a justification someone very rich out there is not miserable at least one thank person thank you Darren thank you at least one person Listen, everyone goes through hardship. Every single human being on this planet Earth, no money can. But just are you bring saying that when we all reach the end, the the person who's had the horrible, painful life of loss and suffering, you're saying somehow it's going to balance out compared to the Kardashians? Who <laughs> you using the Kardashians as an example? Right, the Jackson she, Five. For- <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yes, fuck yes. Do you remember Family Guy came out first? Do you remember it like? Funny enough, right? I don't remember when the force came out. Okay. But Seth MacFarlane was uh, voicing a cartoon program in 98 or something like that. 97, 98 or 99. And it was about a dog and their owner. And it was for Cartoon Network. And the voice of the owner of the dog was Peter Griffin. And the dog in the, in the cartoon program was Brian. And then uh, they got on to him like they wanted him to like, do more, do more God. of them, will you? And there was like I think there was a cop in it as well, and the cop's voice is Quagmore without the giggity. Oh, really? Yeah. He does so many of the voices. I, what I think is interesting about that is everyone knows Seth MacFarlane is the creator, yeah. but he doesn't write any of the episodes. No, that's strange, isn't it? He just does the voices. Yeah. The voices, he's but great. he owns he's it. Brilliant, like, he's, like he's the the creator of the show. Doesn't matter who writes it. Without him, it's not going to work. No, now it won't anyway because everyone knows it. Like, and then he tried acting. Ted, million ways to die in the West. Oh yeah. Oh, what an awful, bad. awful film. He voiced Ted as well. Yeah, I like them films. You like Ted? Yeah, I think it's fucking god awful. Yeah, awful. It's funny. It's not funny. Something nice, something funny about it. Talking Teddy, you know? I don't think so. It can't be. It's not enough to just be a talking Teddy, like has it? <laughs> and the fucking what's Mark the, Wahlberg. What's the fucking backstory, like, how is it alive? Is it he? He was struck by lightning, was it? Something like that, or like, and it was his he thunder made buddy? a wish or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we're thunder buddies. There's a, a new impression. Pinocchio coming out. I'm just talking about uh, inanimate objects coming out. to life. The Disney one. Yeah, it's out. Is it out already? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Because I remember one, I think it's a French one, and it was in the 90s, I want to say 98 or 99, and it's fucking terrifying. 
Like mm. it's it's real life. It's kind like of like real action. action. Yeah. yeah. And it's a boy dressed up as Pinocchio with like wood face and everything. Yeah. When you actually think about it, Pinocchio was a very scary film. I remember watching that as a kid and being afraid of it. Yeah, Pinocchio used to really freak me out. Yeah. The whale and all at the end. Yeah. <laughs> the, you should see the whale in the new one, in the live action one. Did you watch it? No, I was just seeing clips of it. You fucking did watch I it, didn't, didn't watch you? It, no, it got bad. <laughs> if, if something gets bad reviews, I don't watch it. You just watch the clips? I was on YouTube and it came up in suggestions, Pinocchio trailer, and I watched that, and then under that, there's like clips. YouTube you know really mean? knows that audience. Yeah. They, they knew you'd like Pinocchio. I know. <laughs> Man and child. I was going on, was going on how, uh, how to look to make a carbonara. <laughs> Looking at some uh, Italian chap. Today I make a carbonara. And then it just came on. I like the connection, yeah. I like the connection there. Something there, I don't know, maybe. Because it's in Italy. Pinocchio's yeah. in, in Italy. Is it in Italy? Um, it could be in Italy or... Yeah, no, it's in Italy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pinocchio, I think it means point head in Italian. Mm. Yeah. It was a scary film, though, as a kid. Yeah, it is a scary film. Pinocchio actually started out as little story pieces in a newspaper article in the 1800s. Did it? I think it was like 1893 or something. I could be fact-checked on that. But it could be, I think it was like 1893. And then it went on and it went on. And then it was uh, discontinued. But it was so popular, everyone demanded to know what happened at the end of the story. Yeah. So then he just wrote the Pinocchio book. And that's what we all know as Pinocchio. And then Disney goes and animates it like, like he did every other story. story around that time. And it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny they take dark stories and then just put music in it like yeah. give a little whistle woohoo <laughs> give a little whistle the little cricket having a little, a little yeah. affair with a clock lady yoohoo <laughs> 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 and always let you it's a good one it's a good one the, the Disney live action movies aren't landing very well like Lion King Lion King Pinocchio Um, there's other ones I think the reason why they're not landing is because they don't look cute enough for young kids to enjoy it. Yeah. Whereas with Pinocchio, they tried to make him cute like with the big eyes and everything. It's spooky looking. It's just f- creepy. Yeah. Really creepy. Looks like a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. <laughs> like goosebumps. Whereas Pinocchio, you wouldn't even know that he was a put the cartoon one like from the twenties. You wouldn't even know that he was oh forties. When was that? Forty eight? Forties, yeah. You wouldn't even know that he was a, a wooden boy mm. other than his arms other than the screw sticking out was elbows his neck there's an article here in the New Yorker right quite a prestigious publication they did one about how scary Pinocchio is and the fact that there's an article goes to show you look it is 76 of Pinocchio's 88 minutes that's 86% take place at night or underwater oh my god the whole atmosphere of the film is quite dark yeah and even they're saying the early scene where Pinocchio is locked in a cage. By Stromboli. Stromboli mm. fucks him in a little board cage. And there's other puppets like hanging from the ceiling, isn't there? Yeah. And, and with As axes. Been lynched. Axes and everything yeah. going yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. I will drop you into firewood. It's very, very dark. It's pretty dark. And it, the whole atmosphere of the film is very dark and yeah. gloomy and sinister. Yeah, it is. Mm. Mm. Has your kids ever watched it? And do you know what? It's quite no. Geppetto, yeah, yeah, and he, he Ollie loves like it. it. Ollie loves, he loves it. Loves it, yeah. I love it as well. It's one of my favourite films. Uh Geppetto is like a lonely old man who never had a child and wants to have a child so desperately. But like why is he so lonely? What sort of life did he lead? And what sort of weirdo is he that he would create 
a little boy puppet and wish that he became a real boy. Like, what's, what the fuck is going on with this Geppetto fella? Mm. Really where's strange. He, where's his partner? And then as soon as he turns into uh, a live talking puppet, he sends him to school the next day. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Well, I'm a parent now, so I've got On to your do way. parent things. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I have a boy now. Fuck off to school. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to LCA. <laughs> and here's an apple. Fuck off. I can't, I can't literally the first day the first day he has him he sends him to school and he gets kidnapped by a fox <laughs> I can't really remember it now you can't remember Pinocchio I feel like you should I've watch Pinocchio a, like a mountain of times as a kid mm. but I can't remember it now there's a dark scene when he's in the board cage uh, when he's trapped in the board cage in Stromboli's wagon and they're going to whenever, wherever the next town was Geppetto is outside and it's thunder and lightning and he's like Pinocchio and, but as he was about as he's about to shout his name and the wagon goes past him the lightning and thunder strike so Pinocchio can't hear them so it's like Pinocchio it's fucking terrifying really scary hmm. and he's like an old man <sighs> Tom Hanks plays him in the new one and then he dies Pinocchio dies in the end spoiler but he's dead. And then Geppetto has him laid out in the bed crying, mourning him, mourning him until the fairy says, okay, uh, but this, he was a good boy, so now I'll make him a real boy. And he didn't do anything. He was a little prick. <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio, he didn't listen to anyone. He'd done what he wanted. He joined the fucking, the marching circus. He went to, to Pleasure Island with the paedophile. He went, he went and he, he was he bollocks. What pitiful. And he had a cricket for a conscience. He had a cricket for a conscience. He was smoking cigars like there was no tomorrow. Locked. In the original novel, Pinocchio murders Jiminy Cricket. Shit. Really? Shit. <laughs> so, slowly turned into Chucky. <laughs> In the novel, Pinocchio, yeah, he throws a mallet at him, mashing his guts against the wall because the cricket tells him that he should go to school. Pinocchio doesn't like that. <laughs> I'm not yeah. fucking gone. But in the live action one in the 90s, the French one, he's a little prick in it. And an actual little prick, like an unlikable main character. You fi- Geppetto was like the likeable character. We all like Geppetto. But Pinocchio was off just acting the bollocks. It's mad though, isn't it? Yeah. All them Disney fi- Dumbo, did you ever watch Dumbo? The, pi- the pink elephant scene? It mu- like whoever animated it must have been on an acid trip. 100%. Yeah? Yeah. It's so fucking bizarre. Is that when it gets all mad colourful and fucking... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dumbo drinks the... Somebody spilled champagne into Dumbo's water and Dumbo drinks it all. And then he starts like hiccuping and starts saying pink elephants and they all start marching and all. Oh, and I remember it, yeah, yeah. If you, are, if you are on some psychedelic trip, that would fuck with your head. <laughs> if it was ever to take psychedelics, I'd watch that scene. Let's <laughs> watch any Disney film. Yeah. From the 40s or whatever. Yeah. Crazy, crazy films down around that time. Snow White is dark. Yeah. Rotten apples and all. Yeah. Well, poison apples. Rotten. Poison. Same thing. <laughs> These are. <laughs> this apple is rotten. <laughs> I'm more into the Pixar kind of scene myself now, I have to say. The 3D ones, yeah? No, just the Pixar, Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear. We won't mention too much about them. Yeah, that's 3D. Yeah, 3, I thought you meant the fucking 3D where they put the glasses on and go to the cinema oh, and jump okay. out. No. No. Yeah, 3D animation. 
Um, what was the first 3D animation film? Was it Toy Story? Or was that because it was the first film produced completely through computers? Yeah. yeah. But I think Disney, Pixar existed before Disney acquired them. And yeah. I think Toy Story might have been the first film that Disney and Pixar both made together. Yeah. But I don't think they made any feature films with Alone. that 3D animation. Uh, they made short films and stuff like mm. that. But I think that was the first kids feature film made they by Disney a, and Pixar. They done a lot of them in that era though. The Toy Story, Bugs Life, Ants, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads like. Like they all landed well. Yeah. And that's for very... Sc- Toy Story 1, your man's back garden with the doll's head and pins coming See, out of it and yeah, the, yeah. the spider robot yeah, thing. Yeah. That's terrifying. It is. I had nightmares about that doll and with Did the spider you? next thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tormented me. I remember when Monsters Inc. came out um, when I was about 20. Um, I got all the McDonald's toys. All of them? All of them. Did you? Yeah. I, used to I wasn't 20, by the way. I don't know. 20 stone, maybe. <laughs> from all the McDonald's. <laughs> if you had to get all of the monster toys. <laughs> I remember your man, uh, Ralph. Was it Ralph? Was Ralph the fucking little lizard thing? The oh, we don't know. Thing? Monsters Inc. wasn't really my thing. Was it not? No. Again, I think I might have been too old at that stage. Nah, you were, I'd say you were like eight. An appropriate age. Say you were eight or something. Finding Nemo was great. And I was too old for that. Mm. I have seen Finding Nemo about a hundred times in the last six months. Does it get any less funny? Yeah. It does, (laughs) but it's still brilliant. It's so good. So good. That and The Lion King are two that my little girl loves to watch. Mm. She'll watch them again and again. And I haven't really got sick of them. I mean, I'm not thrilled about it when she puts them on again you know I'd rather watch something else but they're that good that you don't really get sick of them yeah mm. speaking of children's stories you're familiar with the Grimm's fairy tales the Grimm's fairy tales no Brothers Grimm I, I, I know the cartoon Brothers Grimm there's a cartoon is on that Co- Sasha Baron Cohen so it's a German collection of fairy tales by the Grimm brothers Jacob and Wilhelm uh, first published in 1812 86 stories in there by the time they got to the 7th edition, they had 210 unique fairy tales. So, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Little Red Riding Hood, all these originated in these stories. Oh, really? So what would later go on to become Disney films and, in many ways, sweet, uh, innocent stories, they're actually much darker in the original form. I'll give you some examples of... And they're pretty dark in the first place. Mm. This strange prince coming up and kissing a dead princess. Mm. Good on yeah. <laughs> in the original Cinderella you know they, she can't fit the slipper on yeah mm. in the original Cinderella they cut off her heel <gasps> I was going to say that joking yeah really yeah, yeah. oh my god so like there's one I just find it bizarre that like they went and adapted them like took them from that book and yeah. made them into a like a fucking family fantasy animation brother's grim that is grim here's a few examples the robber bridegroom a man sets out to marry a miller's daughter. I don't know what a miller is. Type of trade. The man asked her to come over to his house because he said to her he had people coming over to meet his bride-to-be. So she wanders off and finds this small isolated house. It's empty. A bird whispers to her that she should leave. She ignores the bird and goes into the house. She looks around and she finds an elderly woman who says that if she stays in the house, the only thing she'll find is death. This man who had asked her to come over to the house then returns back with a gang of other lads and they're dragging a woman with them that they've kidnapped. 
and basically yeah the whole story ends with a lot of murder and mutilation and cannibalism and <laughs> and was that made into a family? That was part of the same collection animation. that originated Cinderella and Jesus. Snow White and everything else. Yeah. Wow, bleak. So what's the movie equivalent? They didn't make that one into a Disney movie. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was going to be, be the three impossible. bears. The three bears. <laughs> be quite impossible to adapt that. Don't go in there, the porridge is very hot. <laughs> <laughs> Starving now. Do you, do you ever see people that do that? Do with a few brown hula hoops. Do you, ever see, <laughs> do you ever see people that do that when they're talking before and they're like, I'm starving now. <laughs> Are you though? You're not even, you're just saying it. Every night. <laughs> <laughs> he just turned into video, Darren. Come Darren, leave Darren. Starving now, I am. Oh, I was talking about food. Shut up. When he was with us, every night, Meowfla used to say, Meowfla used to say, Oh, I'm hungry, but I don't know what I'm hungry for. <laughs> what, the, what is that? Yeah. You, and and you, you know you want something. I'd love something, but I don't know what. I'm hungry, but I'm not starving. <laughs> so a little peck. Love something a bit peckish. I wouldn't mind a peck or something. I would love to put it. Will we get what a curry? Would, what would he end up with? A curry every single night. Yeah. Every night was a curry. I swear to God, we were raised on curry. Did your I dad say, cook like? No. I, do you know what? He done a fry. He, he, yeah, he yeah. do the fry, a really nice fry. I don't know what it is. He was a psychic. And he knew, he always knew when a boiled egg was perfect. When it was like it's something I'm yet to master. It's, I don't know what it is because all eggs are different sizes. You can never get it right. Many um, what name a few types of eggs? Boiled eggs, fried eggs, poached, poached eggs, Benedict, scramby eggs, scramble, scramby. raw eggs, Ugh. cup of eggs mashed up, <laughs> toad in a hole, toad in a hole, dippy egg. That's a boiled French egg. French toast. French toast. Yeah. Um, egg and soldiers. A pancake. Not pancake, a fucking omelette. Oh, I'm a latte. I'm a latte. Mm. A little oh. bit of tomato and mushroom. And well, he used to do a good fry, yeah? He used to do a really good fry, yeah. And then yeah. a curry later on. I say he used to do a good fry, but he deep fat fried the sausages and deep grilled the rashers. Them? Yeah. Just be... The sausies? In a deep fat fryer? Oh, that's the best way of doing them. Never had it. Are you joking me? Just on the pan with a bit of oil. Oh, no. Deep fat fried them. They're all perfectly evenly cooked. Oh, my God. Deep, Never this, had, no, uh, no. That's how you get. Oh, we didn't even have a deep fat fryer in a house. Uh, I've never out. ever used a deep fat fryer before. Really? Never, not even now. But you've eaten deep fat fryer. Yeah, of course. Like. like, but I've never used one. I've never had one in my house. <sighs> I don't have one in my house now, but I wish I did. Except for the smell, stinks up the gaff. Yeah, really does stink up the gaff. What's that thing you put in with it? It's like a butter or something. Uh, oil? No, there's like a. <laughs> It's like just a big slab of fucking oil, grease, lard, lard. Is it that goes in with chips or something like yeah. that? Yeah, to make them like the chipper. Am I wrong? No, I think you're right. Did you ever hear that? Well, we were in a chipper before, and he and it was closed, so we got to see behind the the, the disgusting oh, corner. Yeah, and he opened the where the it's chips horrible. would go, and obviously it wasn't turned on. And when it turns on, it turns into a liquid. But when it's not turned on, it was just a big white slab of whatever the fuck it just was. Layers. Of I've heard now. I don't know for sure, but I have heard that that is where the chips get their taste from. Perhaps because you mix in all the fish, all the chi- well, the chicken doesn't get done in there, does it? Uh, that, I walked in a chip. I remember I slapped the face off you with a fresh cod. <laughs> <laughs> never in the never in the chip. Where I've gone to the, the, give a little dip at the. I always see them fucking putting it back in and then they have it on a big huge like ring 
Yeah. Fucking yolk and then they give it a tap, get the grease off it and put it in the box. No. I'd like to see you both work in a chipper for real. I would you? give it a I'd, go, I'd, yeah. I'd say if I didn't do what I do now, I'd work in a chipper. I'd like to see the Sweating. two of you run a chipper for a night. Teamwork required. The coordination. Will you get the fucking bones? Get be, me the bones, be, Darren. Be like the van. <laughs> <laughs> a nappy. It's a nappy. <laughs> Honestly, that w- that's what would... Uh-huh. That's what would happen. What? You'd stick what a nappy in, in the, the van. Blame? If we walked in had our own chip, I'd be fucking chaos. Yeah. I'd... Oh, I'd burn myself over. I'd burn myself. I'd definitely burn myself about four times a night. Yeah. You know oh. that big. You know where they slap the burgers down, and they just fried them, and it just looks like the, a tabletop. I'd definitely lean on that, forgetting it's, it's a, a pipe big, and hot. It's a big pan. Pan, yeah. It's but it's, it looks like a big desktop. Yeah, I'd end up sitting on that and burn the arse out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, wouldn't it? Boom. <laughs> All the burgers tasting like shy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some places so you can get a kebab on a spit, and when you get a kebab, yeah, it's like tar straight off mm. the the spit. Oh, yeah, I'm starving now. Now that's nice, yeah. But the best kebab tray I've had, the one beside fibers. It's the one beside fibers, and it doesn't come off the spit. It's like frozen. They take it out of like a, and it's already pre-cut. That in Iceland. I know, I know. So maybe that's the good meat then. I don't know what it is, but it's something fucking lovely about it. Something lovely about it. Chihuahua. Oh, lovely. And when they fry it on that little... And, and then they, ch- they chop it up there Mike and all that. Like, what are you doing? Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> it just melted your hand there a bit funny. The way they chop it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you liked that. I liked it. Did you like it, John? I had a great time talking about all them funny little things. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, uh, listeners. And if you did enjoy it, tell a friend. Tell a friend how funny the podcast is and how insightful it is and how you got some information from it. Yeah. You took something from this. I know you did. Yeah. Because I did. Yeah. And make sure to tune in on Monday for our bonus episode. You can send your listener questions to stall it at goloudnow.com. Stala is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by Smittix. As always, we love a good Smittix. Love a point of Smittix. Visit drinkaware.ie for more on responsible drinking. I will. <laughs>